0: At least I can right. like still. So we're it. gonna have
1: like intro music. Welcome to the Face of Homelessness Podcast. I'm Brandon.
0: And I'm Nicole, and throughout this series we will be discussing the real lives of real people who are experiencing homelessness. Here
1: we go. Hey, what's going on? I'm Brandon and I'm here with Nicole Tickey. Awesome. I am the uh, executive director of the Winchester Rescue Mission.
0: And I am a volunteer at the Winchester <laughs> Rescue Mission.
1: Awesome. Don't let her fool you. She's also working on her doctorate. And rehabilitation leadership. Awesome. And so uh, here's our attempt. We want to um, come at you a couple times a month and share with you uh, stories of homelessness, um, individuals experiencing homelessness, and hopefully paint a picture of uh, homelessness may not be what you think it is.
0: The face of homelessness.
1: The face of homelessness. So here we go. Uh, so first off, um, this was Nicole's idea uh, that we would maybe spend some time explaining what happens at the rescue mission. So uh, one of the things that happens, a lot of people don't realize all the incredible things that happen. So uh, we're gonna take a moment and explain what happens. So.
0: Um, I think the biggest thing that happens at the rescue mission is the support provided to the community. Um, So it's not just the support provided to individuals experiencing
1: homelessness, but... Ooh, wait, let's stop there. That might be our first (laughs) point of conversation. Individuals experiencing homelessness, so it's not homeless people. No,
0: no, it is not homeless people. You identify the person first. So that's actually one of my biggest pet peeves, and I yell at people all the time for this. Um, So
1: So you wouldn't look at somebody who lives in a home and tell them they're a home person?
0: No. (laughs) I mean, you're looking at their home. Or I wouldn't look at somebody who's standing on the street and say, hey, you're a street person.
1: (laughs) Unless, of course, they were a street person.
0: (laughs) No, they're a person on a street. (laughs) Because you want to look at the person as they are. You want to make sure that a person is a person rather than identifying them as their situation because you don't know why they're experiencing their situation. So somebody experiencing homelessness could have just lost their job or they could have been evicted or they could be extremely ill or, I mean, we don't know their circumstances.
1: So the cool thing is, is by identifying them as somebody who's experiencing homelessness, what that immediately does is it helps paint that that situation might be temporary. Exactly. Versus saying this is, this is, something this is an permanent. identifying marker of who you are. Right. Oh, that's great. See, we're already making progress <laughs> in our podcast. This is exciting because I, 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 I would agree with you on that, and I would agree that, you know, A big part of our goal with this would be a conversation around helping people understand and even grow to love and care for people who are experiencing homelessness. I love it, great stuff, awesome. What else happens at the Rescue Mission?
0: Um, One of the other things is meals are provided and so that's a big volunteer opportunity for people in the community to get involved. Um, So breakfast is prepared. Dinner is prepared, and so that's a real good opportunity for people to come in and enjoy a meal. I mean, right. that's that's the whole thing about being a family to me. Yeah, so I mean
1: So you're you're hitting on another point that I didn't realize until I, you know, uh, stepped into this position that I've got to experience is is we'll actually have guys who leave the mission. Um, and they leave the mission on good terms. Obviously, they've made progress and have their own place and whatnot. But they will actually come back for dinner, because they have built a family yep. with the individuals at the rescue mission. You see, one of the things about folks who show up at the rescue mission is they don't have family. That's you know they've kind of burned through their family, right. or um, you know we we'll actually have guys who come in and when they fill out their inner their application to come into the mission, uh, we get to the emergency contact portion, and they literally have. Nobody. Yeah. I've got folks who put me down as their emergency contact for work and things like that uh, because they have no family. And so nobody else. Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, it goes back to that experience. I mean, whatever they're experiencing or whatever happened in their past, it really goes back to, okay, what I'm experiencing could be permanent, could be temporary. I mean, that's that's why you don't identify a person as Okay, you're a homeless person. Okay, right. well, what I'm trying to do now as a person is that I'm trying to mend whatever has happened. So I'm trying to rebuild myself. And so I'm starting as finding myself a place to live right? and finding myself new connections. Right. So a I'm doing that people. by yes. finding a new family. And by finding a new family, I'm learning how to maintain relationships so that way I can go mend my own.
1: Right, which is great. And so that's really, I think, one of the foundations to uh, the dinners at the Rescue Mission is it's not just we're providing food, uh, but we're we're providing family opportunities as well.
0: Yeah. It's also really good food.
1: It is absolutely. <laughs> I would agree. There's some incredible folks oh, in the Winchester man. area who yes. provide not only incredible like potluck type food, but man, folks like um, uh, Sweet Nola's right up the road from here, where we're uh, recording this, bringing food and um, uh, Barbara Heinlein from Fresco Kitchen. Yes. Once a month comes in. Uh, man, folks pay top dollar for that, and she comes rolling in and making it happen. So yeah, yeah it's good cool stuff. stuff. Yeah,
0: good stuff.
1: Right on. What else happens? Um. Well. By the way, for our listeners, if anybody's actually listening right now, uh, <laughs> Props I, I'm kind of <laughs> putting Nicole in the spot with this, so she's trying to think of it up on the on the spot, but she's doing a rock star job. So.
0: Because I'm a rock star, <laughs> duh. Um. So one of the other big things is the devotion. Um. I think one of the bigger tying points for the rescue mission is making sure that it all ties to Christ. Um, a lot of people have a hard time making that connection at first, and it's definitely something that's not forced upon people, which is something that I generally like at first, because that's something that's hard for a lot of people to grasp. Sure. Oh, I don't want you forcing a religion on me. I don't want you forcing this on me. But it's it's not like that. It's something that you learn to need in your life, whether you find it through doing the devotions or, or, or learning it through mindfulness activities. You learn that you need to reach out to something more than what you are currently seeking to be able to get past whatever you're experiencing. And I think that is what puts that nice pretty little bow right. on so everything some, that is the mission.
1: There's something powerful about that spiritual component, right? Like yeah. I mean we all we all have spiritual needs and a spiritual component. And so if we if we do our diligence to provide for all of the physical needs, uh, we've still left kind of a hole in that spiritual needs component. And so that's one of the I think one of the distinguishing things about the rescue mission is we, we really focus on that spiritual component um, right. through pointing to Jesus. Um, but uh, but we've got folks who live in the mission who, uh, you know, Jesus isn't their jam, but they're into other stuff. So, yeah. um, but uh, but at the end of the day, that's what we focus on because we, we know that's a big component mm-hmm. of getting them into a different situation.
0: Right, yeah, because, I mean, you can, you can donate food, you can put somebody in a house, you can give somebody clothes, but at the end of the day, a person can still feel empty they yep. can still feel Absolutely. alone okay well then who do you turn to when you when you don't have anything else well Jesus is always going to be there or or whomever else you look to sure. they're always going to be there yep. so that's the that's the nice pretty little bow cool on I top. like that what else do we do you right
1: grants. Right. <laughs> oh, wait, that's just my job. Right, <laughs> hoping to write grants, and get money. Uh, we uh, a, big, a big part of what we do too. Obviously, is the housing component. We uh, we have a, a shelter for men uh, where we're able to help 32 men uh, stay at the shelter as long as necessary, and uh, we also have a, a shelter for ladies right now with six beds and another uh, hopefully 15 coming online. In the next couple months, is we're renovating a new property that we built. We bought. We didn't build it. We gotta rebuild it. And we yeah, bought it. Yeah, you gotta rebuild it. All right.
0: Uh, well, what does that rebuild look like?
1: Uh well, right now it looks like <laughs> us getting all of the permits from the city. So that's fun. Uh and once we get that taken care of, then we're gonna have uh, we'll have a lot of work to do uh, to rehab this facility. We gotta put in uh HVA system, we've gotta tear some walls out, rebuild some walls. We do two bathrooms, redo a kitchen, lots of painting. Um, Good at painting, I
0: just can't paint the ceiling.
1: Awesome, <laughs> well, we're gonna need all of that. It's gonna be fun.
0: So, people who are actually listening to this, so volunteer opportunities are coming. If you enjoy remodeling and flipping houses, or just want to come out and have some fun, try not to paint Brandon.
1: Right. Um, well, for a <laughs> fee, be... I will let that happen. <laughs> Oh, well, I'm Everything's not, a donation opportunity. I say, I'm not paying anything.
0: I'm just still going to make that happen. So, if you want to see that happen when we start getting those permits,
1: yes, yee haw. Uh, all right. So, um, again, a big, a big part of our goal here is just to talk about what, what's happening at the rescue mission. A question that I get all the time, I think, would be good since we've brought up the number of beds and those things is how long should somebody stay at the rescue mission? That's uh, and so, do you know the answer to that?
0: I like to say as long as they need to, (laughs) (laughs) but that's just the rehab counselor in me. So
1: Statistically, they say 18 to 24 months.
0: See, and to me, that's not long enough.
1: Well, most likely not, especially in a a community as small as Winchester. Right. um, Because we don't have the access to resources that you might have in a larger community. And so it may seem like you see a lot of the same faces, uh, but going from experiencing homelessness having absolutely nothing to rebuilding your life takes time
0: it takes a lot of time and
1: the reason it takes time is because we've got a lot of barriers to overcome
0: yep the biggest one being in transportation i mean yes we are essentially living in i don't want to say the middle of nowhere because it's not really the middle of nowhere but it's pretty pretty dang close right um I mean, there are large sections of Frederick County that a lot of people can't get to, but there are a lot of great places to work. I mean, Winchester is known for its manufacturing and retail, but people can't get to those manufacturers because there's no public transportation. This isn't Northern Virginia. We don't have the metro. We don't have tons of taxis. There's not... A bus stop on every single corner. There's maybe one every like five or six blocks, and that's if you're an individual that can walk.
1: Yeah, we uh, we actually had a guy who uh, is at the mission. He's been there about a week, and he just got a job, um, and his his job is one like it's one mile from the nearest bus stop. And so it's February so the temperature this morning was around 30 degrees. Uh, we're expecting snow tomorrow morning yeah um, and he's expected to walk a mile in that to get to work to work an eight hour shift and then walk back to the bus stop to where come he'll home. then come back to the mission yeah. yeah
0: And I mean on a good day a mile walk is what 15 minutes right. on a good day right right Depending when you're not freezing on... yeah yeah. Yep, and when there's not five inches of snow, so, and I mean,
1: lots of barriers to overcome, and then there's there's the the, just even the physical health, mental health,
0: even discrimination. Mm -hmm. So I mean, a lot of these topics are probably things that we'll talk about throughout this podcast because they're all difficult for individuals who are experiencing homelessness.
1: Awesome. So that we've, uh, man, we've got guys who are experiencing. Disabilities? Mm-hmm. Do you know anything about that?
0: Do I know anything <laughs> about that? That's only what my degree is in.
1: Exactly. I figured you might have a little bit to say about that.
0: Well, I don't want to say too too much. We have a whole series of podcasts.
1: Exactly. So that's that. We're gonna spend time talking and maybe tackling each of these issues. Uh, drug issues.
0: Yep. People who are experiencing substance abuse concerns. People who are experiencing mental health even just health concerns. I mean, anything from the lines of diabetes or hypertension, those are major health issues that can be barriers to living, employment, and among other things. I mean, if you think about it, if somebody who has diabetes isn't managing their sugar, that can lead to a wide variety of other health concerns, including amputation. Yes. I've I've right. worked with individuals who have let themselves go to the point where they've needed to have limbs amputated because they didn't manage their diabetes. We
1: have individuals living at the mission right now with that very scenario.
0: Yeah. And, and that's so, how
1: they ended up with us.
0: And so so those are some of the things that we'll probably end up talking about and maybe even yep. talking with some of the individuals and their experiences to figure out what that that looks like and how how they've lived with it to better understand what it's like to live a life of experiencing homelessness.
1: Awesome. So there you go. That's going to be uh, our journey together through this podcast is to spend time learning uh, about the face of homelessness, learning about resources that are available in our community, learning about the needs in our community. We'll touch on issues of, uh, of a need for um, housing, Uh, affordable housing, um, group homes, all of those types of things. Lots of things uh, that that are available in our community and lots of things still needed in our community to be able to address this issue. Any final thoughts before we jump off?
0: Um, I think the biggest thought is that the main, the other main focus of this is not to just be super boring and super just, hey, we're going to spew all this information <laughs> to you guys and we're going to read it out of a, a pamphlet or read it off of a book. This is meant to be an interactive and we want to make sure that this is kind of easygoing, so we want to make sure that everybody's engaged and that we're attracting people who who really want to learn about this information and we hope that we can change the way people see individuals experiencing homelessness or individuals living with disabilities because ultimately people experiencing situations that are different than your own, all they need is love. They yep. just need someone to tell them that everything will be okay in the end and that they just need that helping hand.
1: Awesome. Well, hey, guys, we look forward to uh, to coming back at you in a couple weeks. Um, share this. Invite your friends to like it. If you have anything that you would love for us to go over in future podcasts, things you'd like for us to talk about, shoot an email to director at windrescue.org. Uh, you check out our website, uh, windrescue.org. Um, but, yeah, just shoot us some information. Shoot us an email or two. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. And uh, we'll we'll be back on here in a couple weeks.
0: We're also on Facebook.
1: Facebook. Like us on Facebook, of course. Awesome. Maybe we'll even create our own little Facebook, the uh, Face of Visit Homelessness home Facebook Book page. page. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening this far, if you did. <laughs> <laughs> Bye,
0: guys.